Let me just offer you this question. And this is a question I would like you to consider. Ask yourself, what is the most important thing in your life? That's Juliet Watt. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. Appreciate you tuning in with me today. And I love today's talk by just an amazing speaker with a compelling story. And she's here to talk about a topic that will shed some light on the unknown side of caregiving. And it's something that many people don't know about, but after listening to this episode, will hopefully give you a better sense of awareness and to validate your feelings or give you the permission to validate your feelings and to ultimately know that you're not alone. Here's Juliet Watt. Enjoy. Are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you exhausted? Depressed? Are you anxious for all the wrong reasons? Do you suddenly burst into tears for absolutely no reason? Do I sound like a TV commercial for an antidepressant? (laughs) Well, I'm not. This is what happens when giving is no longer living. I mean, have you been asking yourself, what is the matter with me? Why do I feel so awful? I have a great life. I have a fabulous job. I'm very, very, very busy. I have tons of friends. My family is awesome. Why do I keep complaining? Well, I want you to complain louder. All these feelings are totally okay. And I can promise you, you are not alone. In fact, if you are taking care of someone, it's actually quite normal. These feelings are the cost of caring for others, the cost of losing yourself in who you're being for everyone else. And these feelings have a name, compassion fatigue. Yes, it's very real, and no, it isn't when you're tired of being nice. Compassion fatigue is a dark, insidious syndrome that creeps up on you. You don't know what it is. You don't know you have it. You just know something is very wrong, and you don't feel like you anymore. Compassion fatigue was discovered in 1992 by Dr. Charles Figley, professor in disaster mental health of Tulane University. Now, Dr. Figley defines compassion fatigue as the emotional and physical burden created by caring for others in distress. 
It can also be known as secondary vicarious stress disorder, which is comparable to PTSD. But if you have compassion fatigue, you don't have PTSD, but you do start to take on some of the symptoms as if they were your own. Now, back then, Dr. Figley was primarily referring to ER nurses, firefighters, EMS workers, pretty much everyone in the professional business of caring. So as I was digging deeper into my research, I started to realize that a lot of these symptoms was really starting to feel uncomfortably familiar. Symptom number one, irritated and frustrated most of the time. Check. Symptom number two, feeling absolutely worthless and terribly sad. Check. Symptom number three, isolating yourself and disconnecting from everyone around you, including your own family. Nothing makes sense anymore. Double check. But, but, but hang on, hang on, hang on. This didn't make sense. I'm not an ER nurse. I'm not a firefighter. I don't look after somebody with PTSD, and I don't deal with trauma every day. So remember Dr. Figley, who discovered compassion fatigue? Well, I called him. And that's when the light bulb went off. We are all potentially vulnerable to compassion fatigue. You don't have to be in the professional business of caring. You just have to be caring. Did you know that a third of Americans are currently providing long-term care to a loved one in their home? That's 108 million people potentially suffering from compassion fatigue in silence. So let me ask you, are you looking after an elderly parent, spouse, loved one in your home, and it's taken over your life? Their needs come first. Their survival is more important than yours. You can't afford to put them in a nursing home, and you can't afford in-home care. You're the one administering medical attention without any medical training whatsoever. You're the one cooking, cleaning, carrying, and potentially, possibly, dealing with a very serious mental illness like Alzheimer's. You're the one, because their life is in your hands. Maybe you're a working parent, and you work long hours, and you come home and you are exhausted. Now you have to be a parent. You have to cook dinner, do the laundry. Oh, and let's not forget baseball practice, basketball practice, soccer practice, band practice, and just the general business of keeping the kids alive. <laughs> right? You're the one because their life is in your hands. My own compassion fatigue credentials started when I was 14. My father died when I was 10. I was an only child. And for the next 50 years, I was emotionally shackled to my mother, a woman in perfect health. But her demands were my orders. I left school at 15. We'd run out of money. We got evicted. I found us somewhere to live. I forged my birth certificate to go and work at the Playboy Club. 
Oh yeah, I was illegal, but mother didn't notice or care. It was my duty to save us. You see, I didn't know. I was slowly suffocating under this crushing burden of keeping us alive. Yes, yes, her survival was more important than mine, but I did that. I chose that because I was so afraid of her. Why? Because she could emotionally hurt me, wound me. Frequently, she would look me straight in the eye and she would say, you know, everything and everyone I have ever loved is dead. Clearly, I was her lifeline, not her loved one. The poet Maya Angelou says, never make someone a priority when all you are to them is an option. Eventually, I ran away here to the US. I put 5,000 miles between us, nevertheless. For the six years before she died, every Sunday, 2 p.m. sharp, she would call, and no matter where I was in the country, I would do her grocery shopping online to a store two blocks from where she lived in London. Four years ago, I got the email. Dear Mrs. Watt, this is Mr. Ernest Cook from the Camden Council Mortuary in London. We have your mother in the fridge. What would you like us to do? Yeah, I laughed too. It was, <laughs> it was funny, it was funny. And I felt nothing and I didn't care. Was I a bad person? No, I was done. My compassion cup was empty and I was well into burnout, which at this point, most people get prescribed antidepressants, which makes just everything worse. Because here's the deceitful twist of this syndrome. You think you have depression, but you have compassion fatigue. Now, does any of this sound familiar? For those of you out there nodding your heads in silence, let me just offer you this question. And this is a question I would like you to consider. Ask yourself, what is the most important thing in your life? You're going to say your children, your family, maybe your career so you can provide for your family, and all of that is the wrong answer. What if I told you the right answer was, I am the most important thing in my life, me. Eeks. Can you just imagine saying that? The judgment, the astonishment, the amazement of people at your selfishness. Oh gosh, people might not like you anymore. But here's why it's critical. If you can't take care of your own happiness first, 
How on earth can you take care of anyone else's? If you can't love yourself first, how can you give love to anyone or anything? If you can't live in gratitude and joy, how can you bring fulfillment and joy to anyone else? If I could have seen back then, if I could have seen what I was doing to myself, if I could have seen my mother for who she was, if I could have seen that I was the option, not the priority, I would have said, stop, be brave, put yourself first, take care of this person first. I would have said, go and live that dream. No one's going to do it for you, and quite frankly, no one will really care if you don't. I would have said, learn to say no, because helping shouldn't hurt. So now I would like to invite you to just take a moment and refill your cup. Maybe start with something small, a moment of peace. This is mine. He soothes my soul. He brings me back to who I am. What's yours? And I would like to leave you with this. Compassion fatigue is so very, very real, but it is not hopeless. And most of all, you are not alone. Big thanks to Juliet Watt for stopping by. Her website is Juliet Watt. Her Instagram is Watt Juliet. And I'll have a link to her talk as well as the links to her website and Instagram. They will all be in the show description. And that is a wrap for me. You can check me out on Instagram. You can shoot me a DM at Depression Detox Show. Or you can email me directly at MJ at Depression Detox Show. Dot com. And before we wrap up, don't forget to follow the show, share it or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Super, super grateful for you taking the time to do that. And as I said, that's right for me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you back here Friday. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.